precious father in heaven we just want to say thank you i ask that lord even as we go into your word that lord you will speak through me that lord my lips would communicate your truth effectively and that everyone that hears will be blessed in the name of jesus and that your name is glorified O oh god thank you almighty god in heaven in jesus mighty and matchless name we have prayed amen and amen please be graciously seated in god's presence amen hallelujah um let's open our bibles quickly to the book of ephesians chapter 6 the book of ephesians chapter 6 we are reading from verses 10 finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the person of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the sword of god praying always with all prayer and supplications in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that i may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador in chains that in it i may speak boldly as i ought to speak may the lord bless the reading of his word in jesus mighty name amen and amen praise god hallelujah and the title of my sermon this afternoon is understanding spiritual warfare hallelujah understanding spiritual warfare from the beginning of the month we started the subject on triumph that as a believer it has been designed by god that his idea for us as his children or as his creation is that at no point in time are we supposed to experience defeat in any shape or form praise god hallelujah that it has been ordained by god that at every point in time in our christian existence that we should always experience defeat sorry experience victory in all aspects of our lives praise god however we understand that if we are truly going to experience victory then there is something that we'll call about the rules of engagement hallelujah the rules of engagement understanding how we should position ourselves such that victory would be the result of the day and so for us to come into this i need to communicate something to us and the very first thing i need to establish here is that we must establish first and foremost that we live in an extremely very wicked world hallelujah we live in a very very wicked world hallelujah i was giving the example in the first service of my daughter every time i'm taking her to school she's a very lovely and cheerful lady you know and she wants to say hello to everybody on the street and one of the things that really aches my heart is the fact that i don't know how to tell her that as you get older things will not be like this praise god because the truth is the reality of the world that we live in 
not everybody will be nice to you praise god and it's very sad but i just let her just carry on and eventually i believe life would have a way of showing her and by god's grace i will guide her accordingly praise god but that goes to show the fact that we live in an extremely wicked world and the bible validates this by saying in the book of first john 5 verse 19 it says and we know hallelujah that we are of god and the whole earth lies in wickedness praise god jeremiah communicates this actively in jeremiah 17 from verse 9 to 10 it says the heart above all things is desperately wicked hallelujah praise god why because when you look at the things that are happening in the recent times that we're living you would have to ask yourself where is the human sympathy in how we deal with one another praise god as the song by the black eyed peas would go saying where is the love praise god because you understand that people do things that are so despicable that you ask yourself why would you want to bring such a pain on a fellow human being praise god but the reason why all this is happening is because there is a spirit behind every action praise god so just to digress a bit you will understand fully well or perhaps let me okay that will lead me to my next point and i will i'll say what i want to say we must come to the terms of the fact that everything that exists in this, in this physical realm is an expression of all that exists in the spirit already. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, you would be naive to assume that all that happens in this physical life is all there is. Praise the name of the Lord. In the fact that life is very much spiritual as it is physical. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay? And so I will go to, uh, to prove this now we agree that this earth this earth that we're living actually was created by god hallelujah for for many of us who are christians so perhaps you're watching me another christian but this is what our faith teaches us that we believe by faith hebrews 11 verse 3 that the worlds were framed by the word of god hallelujah and so if this earth that we live in was created by god that simply means god existed before this world hallelujah am i making sense okay but now the bible says in the book of john 4 24 that god is what spirit and so if god is spirit and he existed before this creation that simply means that the spirit realm existed even before the physical realm hallelujah praise god and so you begin to understand that if we are going to effectively live and function as god designed it for us to live then there is a need for us to have what we what i would call spiritual intelligence on how to exist here on this earth praise god because to function as if the spirit realm does not exist is to shortchange your life hallelujah someone said that one of the things that the devil has succeeded in doing is to convince humanity that he does not exist praise god why because the satan's primary weapon is deception hallelujah the primary weapon of the enemy as it relates to dealing with humanity is to do what to deceive when you read the scriptures in the book of genesis 3 the bible says that and he deceived adam and eve hallelujah 
praise God. And so if he's going to succeed in this day and age, one of the tools that he would use to do that is that he was, his aim is to what? Bring us into a place of deception such that we lose sight of what God is doing. And so Paul was saying that if we are going to live effectively on this earth, Paul says, walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. So therefore, we must embrace that life is very much spiritual as it is physical. Praise God. Because it's only through our walking in the spirit are we effectively going to live a life of victory. So the Bible says here, Second chapter 2 from verse 14, it says, Now thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Who maketh the manif who maketh manifest through us the server of his knowledge in every place? Praise God. I will share something with us. You see, for a while I always wondered why did Mary why did she have to be incarnate of the Holy Spirit? Praise God. Why didn't he why didn't God use um, the genes of Joseph? in birthing jesus hallelujah praise the name of the lord and i ask this question because everything that we accomplish in life every reality that we experience as christians is routed through the person of jesus hallelujah that is why paul is saying that who caused us to triumph what in christ it has to be jesus and the conclusion of the matter was that for the reason why God had to make Mary incarnate of the Holy Spirit was simply this. If Joseph was, was to have impregnated Mary, the cycle will continue. Praise God. Because captured in the DNA of every man, the Bible tells us what is sin. Hallelujah. So even the best of us is still capable of what? Sinning. And so God had to start a new lineage such that anyone who believes in Jesus would effectively walk in the realities that Christ obtained for the believer. And so Paul is trying to make us understand that the destiny of the believer is the one of triumph so long as you and I believe in the person of Jesus. And so therefore, I say this to anyone that is here, that because our destiny is one of triumph, that perhaps you're going through a challenge praise god perhaps you're going through a bitter experience so long as that situation has not ended in victory it is not the end hallelujah so long as your experience concerning that matter has not ended in victory allow me to tell you based on the authority of scripture it is not the end praise god because Jesus always wins. Praise God. How we know that is the end is that Jesus always wins. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so you understand that as a believer, we do not fight for victory. No, we don't. Because you and I don't have the power or the ability to do so. We don't even have the, the intellect to fight for victory. But rather we fight from a place of victory because this victory has already been won the day jesus rose from that tomb that's why the bible said that had they known they wouldn't have crucified the lord of glory 
praise the name of the Lord. If the devil was truly intelligent, then he wouldn't have let Jesus die. Because Jesus' death, his burial and resurrection was the game changer for the enemy. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so therefore you understand that there is a need for us to assume a wisdom for us to engage in spiritual warfare. Praise the name of the Lord. There is a need for us to engage the wisdom needed for spiritual warfare. I said it here that if we as believers are going to walk in the reality of victory that Christ secured for us, there is a need for us to understand three key things. Number one, why are we at war? Hallelujah. Number two, who are we at war with? And number three, how do we enforce our victory? Praise the name of the Lord. For many of us who perhaps have gone through the experience of going through what we call the school of disciples, praise God. One of the things that you're being taught in the school of disciples is that you must first of all know what? Know your enemy. Praise God. Because you knowing your enemy and what is capable of doing is one of the things that would help you to fight effectively. And guess what? When the devil fights, he doesn't fight fair. Praise God. Because there are many of us who perhaps will assume that because I'm a nice person, the devil wouldn't touch me. Praise God. The Bible said that his assignment, if you look at his CV, his assignment is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Hallelujah. And so regardless of your race, your gender, your leanings, or whatever it is, until these three things is accomplished, he would give no rest. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we start from the first reason. Why are we at war? Or why, do we, or why are we fighting in the first place? Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 14. Isaiah chapter 14 from verse 12. It says Isaiah was giving us a narrative of how Lucifer or the person of Satan fell from his glorious throne. Because the book of Ezekiel tells us that of all the angels created... Lucifer was the most beautiful of them all. The Bible says that what he was the most anointed of them all. Hallelujah. But however, how can one so anointed, so beautiful, fall from a place of glory into a place of shame? The Bible tells us the reason why in the book of Isaiah 14. And so he reads and says, How you are falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning how you are cut down to the ground you who weakened the nations you have said in your heart i will ascend into heaven i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will also sit on the mount of the congregations on the farthest sides of the north i will ascend above the heights of the cloud and i will be like the most high yet you shall be brought down to shawl to the lowest depths of the pit in other words the blessings that god had bestowed on such a creation at some point in time he wanted to be like god hallelujah praise the name of the lord he wanted to have his own army you know he wanted to call his own show because the truth is one of the things that god did for all creation was the element of free will praise god such that if you disobey you take responsibility for your disobedience that's why people who say God made me do it, it's a lie. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so you realize that Satan fell because of this simple statement. He said in his heart, 
I would be like the Most High. Praise God. However, the reason why the devil fell is simply because everything he desired to be, God gave it to man on a platter. Praise the name of the Lord. Everything the devil wanted to become, man did not have to pay, did not have to pay for it. And yet, God bestowed it on man. Praise the name of the Lord. Why do I say this? The Bible says in the book of Genesis 1 verse 26 to 27. God said, let us make man in our image and according to our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air. And you go down to verse 27. It says that God created man in his own image. Praise God. In his image, he created male and female. In other words, the devil wanted to assume this position. To enjoy the same identity as God. And so when the psalmist was saying that when I consider the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him? Praise the name of the Lord. That the greatest blessing God gave to man is the image of God. Hallelujah. That I get to function as God on the earth. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He said that for you have made him a little lower than angels. And you have crowned him with glory and with honor. Hallelujah. And so the devil is just jealous. Hallelujah. He's envious of the inheritance we have in Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Because after all, I desired this thing with all my heart. And yet, this person did not even ask for it. And yet, you endowed him with so much blessings. Praise God. It's almost like the story of the prodigal son and his elder brother. The elder brother wanted everything the younger brother was enjoying. But yet, he did not enjoy it. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so you understand that our heritage as believers is one that is so rich but however the assignment of the devil is to bring us into a place of deception such that we lose sight of who we truly are however if we are going to make the most then we must be willing to what engage in spiritual warfare because like i said earlier the devil is already defeated praise the name of the lord the devil is already defeated jesus said this in luke chapter 10 he said then 70 returned with joy saying lord demons are subject to us in your name and he said to them i saw satan fall like lightning from heaven behold i give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and all over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you hallelujah praise the name of the lord one of the greatest tragedies of human of the human creation is to be powerful and not yet know it praise the name of the lord that's why i said it earlier the devil's assignment is to blind the eyes of the believer to who you truly are in god hallelujah praise the name of the lord hallelujah and so number two who are we at war with the, the answer speaks for itself that we are at war with the devil praise god but however many have acted ignorantly that is why sometimes if for instance i was to ask us let us go into times of prayer and just begin to pray and say father in the name of jesus every of my enemy lord judge them praise god all of a sudden your mind is fixed on somebody who annoyed you 
and you're saying oh that's my enemy oh lord judge them praise the name of the lord but you see he will keep on having his way with you thinking it's a person praise god and so first and foremost your enemy is spiritual and not physical and so anybody who annoys you is only a manifestation of what's already happening in the spirit why because based on spiritual protocols no spirit being can gain expression here on the earth without a yielded body praise the name of the lord no matter how the spirit would want to function that's why for us when someone dies they don't die really their body just becomes non-existent yeah their spirit is very much alive praise the name of the lord and so you realize that when something or someone is being used to cause you to respond in a certain manner it takes wisdom to understand that it is not this person but the spirit behind that behavior is god because for every time somebody is acting against god's design there is a spirit behind it praise the name of the lord every time you cease i mean i think it was in the book of ephesians chapter 2 the bible was talking about our former state before we were saved he said the spirit who now walks in the sons of disobedience praise god there is a spirit behind every misbehavior so someone don't just wake up and say oh i want to do something evil no it's only a spirit looking for a host who is willing to cooperate. That's why I like that prayer that, we, that we're praying that says, Lord, let me not consciously or unconsciously cooperate with the enemy to, to make me to say words that ordinarily I should, not, I should not say. Praise the name of the Lord. Because if the devil can get you to do what he would do, the devil needs a legitimate reason for him to have an inroad in your life. And so therefore he begins to manipulate events to cause you to sin that's why for example in the story of job the bible said that the wife of job was asking just cause god just open your mouth and say it so that the devil would have a legitimate reason to have a lay hold on your soul praise the name of the lord hallelujah so in all this what then is spiritual warfare what is spiritual warfare i said here that spiritual warfare therefore is defined as the process of enforcing the victory that secured that jesus secured for the believer on the cross of calvary praise god in other words you're not fighting for what is yours sorry you're not fighting for it to be yours you're only taking back what already belongs to you i gave the instance in the first service and i said for example if i left my ipad in church and i went home and i came back and i did not find it as at the point when the ipad got missing the ipad was still mine and so if at a later date i find somebody with that ipad i'm not going to beg the person please can i have what belongs to me or let us get into a fight whoever wins is the owner of the ipad no it's mine so give it back to me now courtesy demands that i may be cautious to say oh you know please can I have my iPad? But by the end of the day, the Bible says that since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent will take it by force. So if you don't give it to me gently, you give it to me violently. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm talking about the spirit now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
So how then do we enforce our victory? How then do we enforce our victory? Praise God. Paul gave us this wisdom. Ephesians chapter 6, as I begin to round up. Paul here was saying, finally my brethren. He says, be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. This statement alone in itself is so rich. Because many a times, we are fully deceived to believing that we are strong on our own. Praise God. One of the, the lies of the devil, for those of us who perhaps you have faced temptation every now and again, never convince yourself, I've got what it takes. It's a lie. Because the Bible says that what? Woe to the man who puts his confidence in the flesh. Praise God. I said it some time ago that it is foolishness to want to engage the devil in the flesh realm. Because you will lose the battle simply because he has home advantage. He is the Lord of the flesh. Hallelujah. And so here Paul was saying that if you're going to be strong, your strength should be what? In the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. And the reason why you do this or how you do this is that you put on the whole armor of God. Praise God. You know, someone said uh, for, for Bible scholars who, who were explaining this scripture, they were saying that the idea behind the whole armor of God was that the moment you wear it, you must keep it on all the time. Praise God. In other words, you don't just wear the armor and tomorrow you take it off. Because the day you take it off, you have exposed yourself to spiritual attacks. Hallelujah. And so here I was saying, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Praise God. This is how we stand. By putting on the whole armor of God. It says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. This is wisdom. So whenever somebody steps on your foot and you're quick to engage them physically, you have only acted foolishly. Praise God. Because when people misbehave, they don't just misbehave. You know, I was telling my wife sometimes, I said that one of the, the wisdoms of spiritual warfare is captured in how you respond. Your response to challenges of life is the deep proof of how wise you are. Praise God. Look at the story of David and Goliath. No, sorry, David and Saul. David had every reason under heaven to take Saul's life. Praise God. But you see, the Bible said that what? An evil spirit entered what? Into Saul. Hallelujah. And so when Saul was trying to seek the life of David, it was never Saul doing it. It's only because Saul had yielded himself to a spirit who was willing to use him to do the bidding of the enemy. Hallelujah. And so David, knowing this fully well, says... How can I do this against God's own anointed? Hallelujah. Whenever you are in confrontation with anybody, how you respond is as important as any other strategy you want to engage. Praise the name of the Lord. Because we are not fighting against flesh and blood. Praise God. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. He says, therefore, 
take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. And therefore it says, therefore having girded your waist with what? Truth. If you and I are going to win this war, if you're going to win the battles of life, number one is that what? You must know the truth. Praise God. You must know what? The truth. And the truth is anything that God says concerning you. Praise God. Anything that God says concerning you, first and foremost, is the truth. Praise God. Why? Because even from the life of Jesus, the Bible says that what? For every time Jesus was tempted, when you read Luke chapter 4 or Mark chapter 4, the Bible's Recall that Jesus' response was always, it is what written. Because for many of us, we think that the reason why we win the battle is by the lens of our prayer. Don't get me wrong. Prayer is very good. But prayer without the truth is only a waste of time. It's like you firing bullets with blanks. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You praying without the knowledge of the truth, what does God say concerning this situation? Hallelujah. Why? Because this is the basis upon which we contend for our victory. Because God has already established the victory. And so therefore the Bible says that what? And then you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. You will know the truth and the devil will leave you alone. You will know the truth and you will be able to put the enemy at bay. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Secondly, in conclusion, is that what? You must what? Have them put on the breastplate of righteousness. All these things are sequential. Praise God. It's not either or. There is a sequence and they must all be fully met. Praise God. And so having known the truth, you have to what? Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Praise God. I was sharing it here in church earlier on that there's a difference between righteousness and holiness. We did that in Sunday school last week. You see, because righteousness is a state, it's an assurance, it's a consciousness of your identity in God. Hallelujah. That regardless of whatever happens around you, it does not in any way contradict the truth in which you believe. Praise God. I gave the example of a man of God who gave an example and he said that, you know, that when he was a young believer then in university, because he was in campus fellowship, and he said then that while he was in campus fellowship, that um, God was leading him to witness to a lady. And as a result of him contemplating, God, is this you? Is this not you? Is this you? He eventually decided not to witness to the lady. Praise God. And so as a result of that, shortly after that contemplation within his heart, the lady who was supposed to witness to went away. And then someone ran to him and said, oh, please, there is someone who is sick and we need you to come pray for the person. Because we know that if you pray for that person, that person will receive their healing. Praise God. But you see, that is where the warfare started, as he said. He said because at that point in time, the devil kept on reminding him, 
but you just disobeyed God. And that's for many of us because every time we disobey God, we automatically assume that for the fact that I disobeyed God, God will pay me no attention any longer. And so he began to struggle with that thought that if I go and pray for this lady, chances are that she would not be healed. Why? Because I disobeyed God. And so he kept on battling it within his heart. And all of a sudden, the truth roared up within him and he said, Satan, leave me alone because this is a business between me and my father. Hallelujah. In other words, this is a family matter. You have no say in this. Because righteousness simply means that I have the right standing with God at any point in time. Praise the name of the Lord. Righteousness simply means that regardless, I have been engrafted into the lineage of Christ. Yes, I did, I did disobey God, but that does not stop him from being my father. Praise the name of the Lord. Why? Because this consciousness is highly crucial in our walk with God. Because there will be times when the enemy would make you doubt who you truly are in God. And if he's able to make you question your identity, you have lost the battle. Praise the name of the Lord. If the devil is able to make you question your identity in God, you have lost the battle. That is why when he came to tempt Adam and Eve... God already made Adam and Eve in his image and his likeness. The enemy in tempting them said, God said that the day you eat this, you'll be like him. Were you not already like him? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But as we go throughout this month, we trust God that we begin to be exposed to the things and strategies of how we can engage this war. And we will walk in the victory that Christ has ordained for us in Jesus' mighty name. Let us bow our heads even as we pray. Gracious Father in heaven, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for bringing us into the reality of the truth of your word. Sweet Holy Spirit, we render our hearts unto you, asking that, Lord, you would engrave your words in our hearts, that, Lord, the issues of this life will not choke up the word, but rather, O oh God in heaven, this word would bear fruit in our lives, fruits worthy of your glory and your honor. We thank you in no other name but the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God bless you.